0: Welcome to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast series, which can be heard on VHC.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get podcasts. We're a member of the Public Health Podcast Network, the Virginia Audio Collective, the World Podcast Network, and the Family Podcast Network. And we're on the radio each Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. on 100.5 FM, 92.7 FM, 107.7 FM, and 8.20 AM across Central Virginia, and 16.50 AM in Hampton Roads, and Wednesdays at 1 PM on 93.9 FM in Richmond. Please send any questions, comments, or feedback to VHA.com. That's VHA.com. Today, we're excited to be joined by Dr. Willoughby Hundley, an emergency room physician who previously worked with VCU Community Memorial Health and an author. He joins us for a conversation about his career and his work moonlighting as a crime novelist. So welcome to the show, Dr. Hundley. Thank thanks for being with us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Let's start by getting to know you better. As we mentioned in the introduction, you're an emergency room physician by training, having worked with VCU Health Community Memorial Hospital in South Hill, and you're currently affiliated with ECU Health in North Carolina. Tell us about your clinical career and any other essential details about yourself you'd like people to know.
1: Well, I trained at Medical College of Virginia, which is now VCU Medical School, and I specialized in family practice. I also got a second board certification in emergency medicine. I ran primary care offices in the area in Mecklenburg County for about 26 years. And I've done ER part-time my entire career, but full-time for 17 years. I'm married and uh, have two adult daughters.
0: Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And a moment ago, we referenced your other career as a crime novelist. As I understand it, you have published five crime novels. Your most recent novel, Forbidden Territory, is about a rural Virginia community divided by a battle to acquire lakeside property. If you would, tell us a bit about your latest book and the backstory of your process of becoming an author.
1: Well, the latest book was triggered by the solar power companies that are gobbling up the land that is farm and forest lands in the area. It also highlights some of the historical events in the community. So it's fiction, but it's also has some fact to it, mostly some of the Native American history that's tied into the area. I got into writing in about 2004. When I was in med school, I wrote some notes and sort of memoirs of things I would want to remember about medical school. And as life came on, career, marriage, kids, I hadn't done any more with that. My daughter, when she was 13, found the notebook and asked me what it was. And when I told her, she told me, well, you got to finish this. So I did. And that became M81, which was my debut novel. And it talked about training in Richmond. And it was probably 90% factual, although it was still fiction. When I was in practice, there was a family I was taking care of who had lost a family member, mostly their son. And it was a question whether it was suicide or accidental or murder. And every visit they came in, they would talk about it. And they didn't think it had been completely investigated. It was deemed a suicide. But there was an estranged wife and some other factors with it. And actually, the estranged wife had taken them to court trying to get assets from the estate. It had tore up their lives. Anyway, that lent itself to a story. And I used some of the medical examiner cases I had and wrote down Ashes of Deception, which was my first medical examiner mystery. This had uh, 10 or 11 medical examiner cases in it, some of which tied to the story. Some were just thrown in for sort of color. The family got copies of the book. They read it. They were very pleased with it, although the outcome was, well, if you got some, it has some twists in the outcome. It was not exactly like the real thing. And it did highlight Cockfighting. There was a cockfighting ring in Boynton, Virginia that was busted at that time and that was highlighted in that too. The other novels were uh, Elemental Danger and Evil Wake, also backdropped in Lemberg County and tied in closely with medical examiner investigations.
0: And from what I understand, the protagonist in some of your novels is a family physician and part-time medical examiner located in Southside, Virginia. I wonder how much of your own life experience and medical expertise has informed your writing.
1: I guess that's a little hard to difficult to answer. The protagonist is, I guess, in a way, modeled after myself. The books I list figured that the, although the first medical school book was maybe ninety percent truth, the um, first medical examiner book is probably about 80% truth. The medical examiner cases were pretty much real. How they tied into the story was not. That was made up. And, of course, the names and places were all changed. So, irrespective of the victims and their families, each one probably is less truthful. That one was probably 80% fact. And it goes to 70, 60. And this last one was pretty much all fiction other than some of the historical points.
0: Thank you so much. And for listeners who may be interested in your novels, where can people find your books?
1: You can get them on the usual online sites, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or you can get them directly from the publisher, which is Outskirts Publishing.
0: Continuing on the themes of everything we've been talking about, when we were researching for this episode, we heard information suggesting that some of the elements in your fiction stories are actually based on real events. And again, you've touched on this. I just wanted to know is there anything else that you'd like to add about that little tidbit?
1: I'm very much into the community here since I was born and raised here, and I came back to practice here, and I was a medical examiner for 35 years here. So I'm tied into the events people in the history of the area. I tried to incorporate this part into the books as actual fact. The most recent book talks about the Native American heritage. I contacted one of the Native American tribes, and they didn't respond to me, so I had to pick a tribe name that was extinct. So it's a tribe that was in Virginia, but it no longer exists, was the Wayanoke tribe. That was the historical part, although it was tainted a little.
0: Well, thank you so much again for being with us today, Dr. Hundley. Before we let you go, we do have a tradition on the Patients Come First podcast to ask our guests a pair of personal questions to give listeners a sense of who you are beyond the work you do. To keep things interesting, we have a list of 10 mystery questions. So if you would, could you please choose two numbers between 1 and 10, and I'll ask you the corresponding questions.
1: 4 and 7.
0: Number 4. Which, if any, of the following do you consider the most plausible? Bigfoot, Yeti, the Loch Ness Monster, or UFOs and Aliens? If none of those apply, but you believe in something else along those lines, please share it.
1: Uh, UFOs and Aliens.
0: Awesome. Any reason why?
1: I read some books about we were not the first in search for the ancient astronauts. The findings they have linked to the historical ruins, some of the pyramids, some of the Mayan things, and even in England, Stonehenge. Because of those links, I think there was an advanced civilization that was here.
0: And number seven, you could choose one superpower to have or any one skill to instantly master. What would it be and why?
1: Time travel.
0: Awesome. Any reason why?
1: I think it would be amazing to see things that you've learned about historically to go back and see how they were and also how things may become. We're only here for, you know, 75, 80 years on average, but knowing what happened. 100 years before or may happen in the future, I think would be very interesting.
0: Definitely. Love that answer. Well, that will bring us to the close of another episode of the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association's Patients Come First podcast. If you like what you heard, please make sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. And we want to once again thank our guest, Dr. Willoughby Hunley, for joining us today. So thank you.
1: All right. Thank you, Selena.